But you're talking all the mess from Teresa's wedding. And Cherise Ampino is here, and she's here to dish all about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Evan. And this weekend was the biggest event in New Jersey, followed by the biggest hair, I want to say, on the eastern, like, seaboard. That's right. It was the wedding of Teresa and Louie. This is my royal wedding. I remember when everyone was so excited for William and Kate in 2011. But, like, this was the real wedding of the century. Not hair. Oh, my God. I cannot... Stop thinking about it. I'm living in Jersey right now. I'm smelling the hairspray still. Like, and it's ha- the smell of hairspray in the air. And it is from Teresa because who it was five feet tall, I want to say. There could have been either like a child hiding in there, a GoPro, a, the cop without a badge book. I don't really know what she had in there, but something was up. The craziest thing about Teresa's hair is that it apparently cost $10,000 and it took, I know, $10,000. I don't, I don't know if that was the best investment for Teresa. It took 1,500 bobby pins to put it all together. And the hairstylist said that it was all real hair. I just don't know where you find that amount of real hair in one place. Like, could have been some plastic Barbie hair, some, like, maybe, like, a, a combination of many party city wigs. Because whoever told Teresa to invest in that probably also told her, oh, go into crypto. It's a great idea. I love the Bravo fandom so much. They definitely had lots to say about Teresa's hair. I mean, we we just pulled up some pretty hysterical tweets. Read some of your favorites. People are saying, like, what kind of bad Rapunzel chef hat hair is this? And it is giving chef. Maybe she's watching that new show. Who knows? And I have to say, this is one of my favorite ones because this was on a weekend in the summer. So there was a lot of traffic. Uh, This tweet, who knew the pileup on the Garden State Parkway was Teresa Giudici's hair, not weekend shore traffic. And I mean, that hair would cause some delays. It would cause a little jam on the GSP. Yeah, I would love to know the actual reference. Like what was on her vision board, the the hair vision board? Maybe Mark Simpson. Yeah. (laughs) because someone said that she did look like Marge Simpson and somebody did Photoshop her with like the Simpsons like skin and making the hair blue and everything. And I was like, honestly, and I love Marge. Marge in charge. It is funny that uh, the Marge was also at the wedding. People were kind of like, how, how is that howling? But I guess they're friends again. We know Melissa Gorga was not there. Joe Gorga was not there. And that was a whole <laughs> another uh, set of drama aside from there. You got the hair and the Gorgas and that, you know, made up this very messy Teresa wedding situation. And it kind of makes me sad. I feel like they put in so many years of pretending to be friends to finally make it to this big wedding moment. Teresa finding a new man after all the drama mm-hmm. with Joe and jail. And they, they just couldn't make it to the finish line. And I'm shocked that... Because people are saying that something happened at the end of filming that really blew up this relationship. I'm so shocked that Joe Gorga did not go to the wedding. I could see Melissa not, but Joe, he's such like a traditional family guy. I, I'm like still in disbelief that he would miss his sister's wedding. And But what I was shocked at too is that people were saying that Louie and Teresa charged Melissa and Joe because they canceled like two days before. And here's my thing. Louie shut that down, but I would have said... Like that back up because they should have been charged. Because if you cancel on a wedding two days before, you're footing the bill for your plate. But it is weird that Marge and Jackie were both at the wedding. Obviously, we know why Melissa wasn't at the wedding. But it'll be interesting to see how the dynamics play out. I think that it's also interesting that other than her daughters, no family was there, really. Yeah, a very kind of uncomfortable level of sort of like, I almost want to be like, Teresa, do you know what's, do you know what's happening? Like, are you, are you happy with all this? Cause she's such a family person, but I think this love bubble is just impenetrable and she does not care who is there with her hair. I think that the Gorgas are probably just like 
this was the final straw for them. Like Teresa has come for their marriage so many times over the years. And I feel like for the most part, the Gorgas have kind of like tiptoed around Teresa's feelings and they probably just like, it. like, let's go back to 2011. I honestly, I'm not mad at it. Those are the, some of the best seasons of New Jersey. Let's bring the energy back, baby. I could talk about Teresa and this wedding and this hair for nine more hours. We have to stop because we have a very special guest joining us right now. Yes, a friend of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this season, the one and only Cherie Zampino. This season has been so much at Beverly Hills. I'm sad that in t- like the most recent episode, you were a little sick with COVID. I'm glad you're fully recovered. Thank you. But a topic of the convo was Erica kind of being mad at Garcelle for how she's bringing up Erica's drinking, saying it's malicious and that Erica doesn't have a problem. You've been filming with Erica for a few weeks and seeing her get a little... One, tequila, two, tequila, three, tequila, four. Uh, What have your thoughts been about Erica's drinking? Is it out of control or is she just having fun? Probably a little bit of both, you know? And I think when you finally let your guard down and you decide to do something different, and two, you know, there probably is a little element of self-medication because she's going through a lot. So I think you have to sound the alarm before it's a full-fledged problem. You know what I mean? So it's something that, you know, yeah, it's right, rightful for Garcelle to look at it and be concerned. Absolutely. I feel like Garcelle has done such an incredible job of welcoming you into the mix, but also allowing for you to establish your own relationships with these women. I know that before you filmed this season, you were a fan of the show and maybe had some ideas about Erica Jane. What was it like getting to know her uh, in this way, filming the show? Did your opinion about her change at all? Do you have more empathy for her than maybe you had before? Yes. Yes to to, to all the above. She, she for me, was, um, I thought she was fun. You know, she, she was, she was open. She allowed herself to be vulnerable. Um, she took accountability when she missed the mark. So I, I mean, I liked her. And then going in, I was like, mm. You know, just being purely a fan and not having the, a, a real experience. So that was kind of a pleasant surprise. And apparently, too, this is a more fun version of Erica Jane than than any of the ladies have seen. You know, this latest version is, I guess, the 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 most fun. And she'll find she'll you know, after you go through something, you have to land, get reacclimated and um, and go from there. And I think that's the process that we're that we're seeing. What does Garcelle think of the way you've had this sort of open heart to Erica? I mean, Garcelle has questioned Erica quite a bit. And I, you know, she even recently said on the show, like, I straight up don't believe a lot of what you say. The reason why our friendship works is because I don't try to project the way I do things. I don't, I don't make that demand that she follow in my footsteps and she doesn't make the demand that I follow in her footsteps. I probably am a little more lenient. And uh, I have a nickname that my friends, uh, some of my friends call me, it's Sweet Sister Hopeful. You are definitely serving that sweet sister hopeful energy to this group of women. These women need some sweet sister hopeful energy in their (laughs) lives for sure. You know what? I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt because you never really know. We, We will never have all the components, all the information. I think it would be irresponsible and reckless for me to jump to conclusions, you know, this early in the game. Which is impressive because a lot of your co-stars, they almost, they just jump without a diving board into conclusions yeah. and into yeah. some rosé and yeah. get into feuding. You know what? F- you. 
Get out of my house. If you're going to talk like this, you should leave. How split second was that Lisa Rinna meltdown attack at Sutton? Because I felt like I looked down and I was like, what just happened? I don't know if it was as quick as it played out, but it was it was darn close to that. <laughs> and it was like, wait a minute, literally you blink. It's like, what did I miss? Like the whole energy just completely shifted. Now, I will say that I know she has a lot on her plate, you know, grieving the loss of her mom. So, and then dealing with these past issues and, and maybe they're longtime issues. I don't know. But I, I kind of, it, it did seem like it flipped pretty quick. But again, sweet sister hopeful doesn't know if that is completely unreasonable. You know, are you hopeful that Rena and Sutton can have a meaningful friendship in the future? Honestly, I don't really care. <laughs> well, all right then. I, I love the hot take. What are your thoughts? Because obviously, she's friends with your friend Garcelle, with Erica being like she's a liability to her, and everyone is really concerned about Garcelle's friendship with Sutton. Do you think that is warranted, or are you just kind of like, what? I said something very similar to Garcelle before I knew Erica said it. Cause I kind of watched it. I didn't say liability. Liability is, is a strong word. And I personally wouldn't use that word. And I didn't use that word, but I was a little concerned as Garcelle's friend. I'm like, you know, a lot of what I saw is a lot of her bravado. Sutton's bravado came from knowing Garcelle had her back. It's that you know, a lot of she's the common denominator in a lot of the 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 issues, you know, and maybe the distance that you feel between the rest of the girls is because of is because of her. I can't remember a friend of a new friend of on The Real Housewives any across the whole franchise that has blended in so seamlessly with the group. I feel like you get along with everyone. You show up in a lot of scenes. You got funny things to say. You you truly do add a lot, especially as a friend of. So if you were to ever get a diamond, like, would you be willing to accept the responsibility of allowing viewers um, a, a closer glimpse into your life? I can't sit here and say, yeah, you know, bring it. I mean, that scares the bejeebies out of me. I mean, it does. It's, it's frightening. I would love to be given the diamond mm -hmm. and then we'll see what I'm going to do with it. We'll see. But I, you were, I would love to be given one. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.